When Nephi's brother died, Nephi had the faith to raise him from the dead. This same Nephi would later become an apostle of Jesus Christ, and his brother, Timothy, would also become one of the twelve. Although this story is referred to in the Book of Mormon, wouldn't we love to have more details? This is Between the Lines of the Book of Mormon, and we're your hosts. I'm Jay Harris. And I'm Andrew Harris. And again, we welcome you to another podcast. So the story of Nephi and Timothy is not in chronological order, but we wanted to talk about that today because we're going to be talking about something else that is related, which is record keepers. It's interesting that after King Benjamin gave his marvelous speech, he then felt that something else was important. And this is found in Mosiah chapter 6, verse 1. Do you want to read that, Andrew? King Benjamin thought it was expedient after having finished speaking to the people that he should take the names of all those who had entered into a covenant with God to keep his commandments. So what was the first thing he did after uh, the people were finished listening to his speech? He took all their names. He sent his <laughs> servants out to record the names of everyone who had made those new covenants. Yeah. Reading between the lines, the servants were doing what we constantly are doing today. They were updating church records. <laughs> yeah, which is really important. Although they may not have been called ward clerks or stake clerks, nevertheless, these representatives were making sure that all of the membership records were accurate and up-to-date. And God is organized. He wants us to keep records of all the members of the church so that we have who is baptized and we know who has not been baptized yet and who has received different ordinances or different callings or things so that we can keep track of everything. And I think even in that time, God wanted him to have these records. How important are record keepers to the scriptures? Oh, we wouldn't have the scriptures, yeah. Yeah, obviously record keepers are vitally important. I remember as a kid, I had leaders tell us we should journal. They said, if Nephi wouldn't have journaled or kept his <laughs> a record, we wouldn't have that record. And I would think, my journal's never going to be <laughs> like Nephi's writings. How do we know what King Benjamin spoke? Well, he had someone write it down during his speech, probably. You know, someone was taking notes, someone who was good at shorthand. Maybe he even wrote some notes himself that he gave to someone, but he had those shared with the people. Right, and we know that after his verbal speech, he then gave out a written copy. Yeah, it reminds me a lot of, of General Conference. Yeah. And sometimes, as I understand it, general authorities, when they have given a speech, if they change anything from what they had originally written, mm -hmm. they can go back and have that changed so that when we get the, their written words, it'll be... It conveys their intent. Yeah, that's what they right. wanted us to know. That's interesting. Yeah, I think King Benjamin's speech was recorded. Someone wrote it down. But then also somebody took the time to put it into the large plates of Nephi. Yeah. And I imagine when Mormon was making his bridgment of the Book of Mormon, yeah. he probably had pretty close to what Benjamin actually said. Somebody had taken the time to record it. That's right. He may have even had the list of all the names of the people <laughs> yeah. who had made the covenants and decided... That wasn't important yeah. enough to include. <laughs> we don't need all those names. <laughs> he, we know he had a ton of records that he had to bridge, and we didn't get all of it. Are there any examples of stories we have lost because somebody failed to record? 
Yeah, there's there's lots of those. Probably the one that impresses me the most is the entire history of the people of Mulek. Yeah. Was lost. We know that Mulek escaped from Jerusalem, but we have nothing about that. We don't know any of his... We don't know how old he was. Story. We don't know whether it was his mother who took him. We don't know how the Lord led them across the waters. Those things are not recorded. And that would be really cool to know that how they got here. And part of the reason that they're not recorded is because the people of Zarahemla had no written language. But King Zarahemla had remembered all of the history of his people. And so when he was able to communicate with King Mosiah, he gave him a complete genealogy of all of their ancestors. All of that was recorded. Amalekai says, Zarahemla gave a genealogy of his fathers according to his memory, and they are written but not in these plates. Yeah. So they're written somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. But we don't have them, so we've lost this history of the people of Zarahemla. What other things can you think of where we just have a hint, but don't have the story? There's the stone that Mosiah had that had some kind of writing on it that they brought to him and said, we need someone to translate this, and they translated it. But whatever it said, we don't know what it we was. We don't know. It, we're never just, told. We're told that he translated it, but we don't know the story. It's neat. What did it say? <laughs> and maybe it wasn't that interesting. Maybe it was like, Bob died here. Or something. You know, like, <laughs> maybe it was just a boring stone. But, it might uh, have been, but we don't it know. It might have been something really neat, though. It might have been like some prophecy or something, and we don't have it, <laughs> unfortunately. Another really fascinating story is when Jesus came and was upon this continent and chose his 12 disciples, he chose Nephi to be one of his disciples. And it says that he also chose Nephi's brother, Timothy, whom the verse says Nephi had raised from the dead. How did he die? In Third Nephi chapter 7, it says that Nephi's brother was stoned by the people. And after his death, Nephi raised him from the dead. But we don't know any more than that. We would love to know details about that story. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Timothy is, is actually a Greek name that means honored of God or honoring God. And I wonder if this Nephite was given the name Timothy by the Savior when he was called as an apostle. Yeah. Just as he did with the original 12 apostles and changed the name of Simon to Peter change the names of James and John to sons of thunder. <laughs> yeah. Matthew also has the name Levi. We're, you know, or Bartholomew, we say, is Nathaniel. Two different names. It's an interesting thing to think about because it just doesn't fit with all the rest of the names in the Book of Mormon. And we really just don't know much about Timothy. <laughs> we don't know much about we, Timothy. We wish we knew more. <laughs> During the writing of the Book of Mormon, many record keepers had to selectively pick the stories that would go in, the stories they would retell, mm -hmm. and the stories that would be discarded. Yeah. And some of those discarded stories we just don't have now. Yeah. The neat thing about having the different gospel stories uh -huh. is we have all these different viewpoints of what happened in Christ's life from Matthew and Mark and Luke and John. But if we only had one of them, there's a lot of stories that would have been lost. Been lost. And maybe they were hinted at. Luckily, we have four stories. And even then, it doesn't seem enough. I, I'm like, oh, I want to know more. For now, we'll have to be content with what we have. But hopefully, at some day in the future, someone will fill in all the blanks for us so we can know all the details of the things that happened. 
Yeah, I, I think when we're considering our own lives and our journals and things, we should leave behind things to our children and our grandchildren that will be meaningful to them. And I would love to have a testimony of my ancestors, and I would love to have their significant things in their life, what was meaningful to them. Yeah, is there any significant stories or testimonies? Well, things that you'd want? Yeah, I would want testimonies. I'd mm -hmm. want to hear the testimonies of my grandfather and my great-grandfather. So those things come down through the ages. And what am I going to leave for my grandchildren and my great-grandchildren? I want them to know that I have a testimony of the truthfulness of the Book of Mormon. Thanks for listening. Next time, we'll be talking about King Noah. What a ruthless man. Until then... Enjoy your reading.